Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast. If this is your first time listening, I'm your host, Phoebe Slough. And this is a podcast where you get to hear all about the everyday technology that is accessible for disabled people, as well as learning what technology is less accessible, and where you can also get a couple of details on how you can make technology more accessible. If you are a freelancer or a company who is interested in all of that. And if you want to know why I have an interest in technology and why I record everything from the point of view that I am. It's basically because I have been paralysed from the neck down since 2001 when I was three years old. Which means that my only bit of movement is my head. So that basically means that I operate technology with a chopstick or a stylus in my mouth. And it is also the reason why all of the reviews and text stories that you hear on here are recorded from the point of view of someone who has very limited movement. This podcast is also available to be downloaded if you search for it on Apple Podcasts, on Amazon Music and Audible, on Google Podcasts and on Spotify. And I also am on updating it three times weekly. Although that is something I've just changed to now after previously uploading just twice a week previously. So yeah, we'll just see how everything goes. So I guess the only thing I have left to say before I tell you what this episode is about is if this it sounds like the type of podcast you're interested in then please consider following it and sharing it wherever you're listening to it on. And you can also find the video version of all of the episodes on YouTube as well by searching for the Accessible Technology Podcast. I also will take on any advice or thoughts on what all you would like to be covered in future. So, yeah, you can do that by just contacting me over on my PL Tech Reviews website, which is pltechreviews.co.uk. And as well as that, you can also get in touch with me by searching for phoebelow.com and going into the contract pages as well. But anyway, in this episode, we're going to be continuing on with the experiments of adaptive gaming episodes, with an episode today all about whether or not latch boxes make it easier for disabled people to play shooter and racing games. 
But before I get into this, I'm just going to jump quickly into the section of this where I give you a couple of additional notes about the product that is being covered. So here's a couple of additional notes about where you can loan in this equipment from, where you can buy it and where you can also say about trying the technology used in the episode out. So as explained in the last episode, Special Effect is a UK gaming charity which was founded by Dr. McDonaghan in 2007. And its main ambition is to find ways for disabled people to get back into gaming and to enjoy gaming. However, since you can only loan the gaming equipment in from special effects, you'll have to find another way of buying the latch box and in this case you can do that by getting in contact with the websites that you'll have to buy it off which is one switch that is basically a company that was started in 2002 and which offers fun solutions and technical workarounds that help disabled people who are interested in gaming accessibility to get back into it and to come up with various ways of them being able to game. But now that I have said all of that, let's get straight into the episode. So basically the reason why I wanted to try out a latch box was because I needed help when playing racing games and this is something that is quite difficult for me. Please be aware that although in the title this specifically says Xbox the same equipment can work on PlayStation and I think it also works on Nintendo Switch. Uh, so it's one that works across all the different console platforms. But basically when playing racing games I need to have two switches behind my head one for accelerate and the other for brake and and everything else although i can do all the other buttons on the controller but to be honest i would say it isn't as much the latch box that is the problem because some games don't have latching options built in and this is especially a case with Forza Horizon 4 which I still find good fun but just didn't have latching options built in at the time it came out but I, but I would say the problem is definitely a problem with racing games 
and are hidden under themselves. I think the problem is that it's still very difficult for me to be able to hit break and to after I finish accelerating. So what would be easier for me would be just if I was able to hit accelerate on and off with the latch box and then for the accelerator then go automatically into brake mode which could even be included as an accessibility feature. This could be something that I think could go over all of the racing games and to be honest I think it's something that I will look into explaining soon in another video I'm hoping to get out which is basically one when I try to explain all the different accessibility options that should be introduced into other games not only racing but just to see how accessible adaptive gaming can become overall. Although the title of this specifically points out racing games, I think it's important to mention that another game latching with a latch box can work out very well for the person using it is with Red Dead Redemption 2 where it can be used as an aim option instead of having to hold aim and shoot down at the same time. This allows people like myself to hit aim and then to hit shoot which although I haven't got to dap it in the game at the minute because I'm just still trying to get through the beginning bit of it and that is basically a great option to have. So if you're using the latch box with the Xbox adaptive controller like I do, you can plug it into either of the HDMI ports on the controller and if your adaptive controller is already on, a red light should come on the latch box. You would then plug whatever switch you want to use into the 3mm port that is labelled in with another wire fitting the 3mm out port plugging into any of the 3mm jacks on the back of the Xbox adaptive controller. You'll have to make sure your adaptive controller is set on the right profile you need to use it with or else the setup won't work. But each time you hit the switch after that, it will count as you hitting it off and on. So what are your thoughts on the latch box? 
do you know anyone who had it? And if you have had it or know someone who has had it, how did you find it? And also, what were your experiences like with it? If you'd like to pass on some of your thoughts, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this on, as well as contacting me via the contact pages over on my Facebook Tech Reviews site www.pltechreviews.co.uk or on my other website www.fibilao.com If you're interested in watching the other videos I've uploaded about accessible technology you can find more of them by searching for PL Tech Reviews on YouTube. And if you'd like to see a couple of my accessible tourism reviews, as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews and political videos, you can see them by searching for my Feebstyle Journalism YouTube channel and by also searching for the Feebstyle Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and on Radio Public because that's where you'll get everything that I cover on the Feebstyle Journalism YouTube channel and podcast forum with some tech news stuck in there as well. But anyway, that's all for now. So in the next episode, you'll be hearing my thoughts on the Marvel Avengers video game. Then we'll be jumping back into another episode of Experiments with Adaptive Gaming as I tell you whether or not the Manfrotto Variable Friction Arm helps you to hold on two buttons at one time and discuss if there's any other better options out there that do the same thing. If you would like to support me on Twitter, you can do so by searching for at Feebslyle and my Instagram handle is at the real Feebslyle. So you can also follow the Feebslyle tech review site as well if you have a WordPress account and a link to that is in the description. However, if you don't have a WordPress account, you can support the channel and the blog by searching for at PL Tech Reviews on Twitter and on Instagram. But anyway, thanks for listening and I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye!